0: It's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
1: Shit. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go. It's the Boomer and Carton Coast Game Show with Al and Jerry.
0: Right, here we go on the Tuesday podcast. I got to tell you, Al, I'm very confused today. I have thought all day it's Monday, and even if I look, see what I do in the morning, when of course I'm angry, as everybody says, which is not true, but as I'm putting together everything for the the day, I always put down the day, I underline it, and then all the notes and the stories. I wrote Monday today. This taking Monday off, very confusing to me.
1: Confusing, but awesome as well. It is awesome,
0: but it's confusing.
1: It was a little confusing. Can I start with music with you? Uh, certainly,
0: Jerry. You so have a music topic. I like it. I do because I'm spending Love all it. this time on planes with Rutgers. Airplanes, yeah. And this, this Amazon Prime that you got me into, I will continue to just say thank you because it's fantastic. All right. So between the music and now these documentaries I've been downloading and watching, Netflix as well, I watched a couple. I watched one on Metallica, which whatever. We'll Some get to kind
1: that. of monster, I think that one's called.
0: Yeah, we can get to that in a minute. The other one was on Rush which I knew very little about Raj except for whatever, the two songs I knew were Limelight and Tom Sawyer. Beyond
1: that, I got nothing. You probably know more than you think with well, Rush one of those bands.
0: I'm glad you said that because I watched it with the eye of I'm going to learn more about this band, which I did, and I'm going to be like, wow, they sung that and that and that song. Wow, they must have so many albums I've got to go get. Here's what I came away from it. A- Great story about the three of them and the fact that it's only three of them is amazing to me. Did not know that. I would have thought it's a seven-piece band. I had no idea. B, and this is where I said to you this morning on the warm-up, which you can get here when we're done, Craig is right from this standpoint uh, in terms of the band. And maybe you've said this, too. For every hit that a rock band or just a band puts out, they must have 18 horrendous songs or more. So they're 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 going over albums through the years. Al, they're playing songs from albums. There's not one song I recognize now. I get the diehard Rush fans know it, but for a common rock fan like myself, I didn't know any of this stuff.
1: Well, I think a classic rock radio listener would know. Uh, I'm looking at a list here, just from their greatest hits. I came album. out with
0: eight songs that I know.
1: Uh, Working Man, you may or may not know. Fly by Night was popular right. on the radio. Uh, t- t- closer to the heart, know popular that one. Know that one. spirit of the radio. Uh, I, you know,
0: it's funny. Did not know that song at all until they referenced how they got to that song. Free will. I knew that song. That was when I knew that I didn't know the name of it.
1: Limelight. You Limelight, said. I've always
0: known Tom Sawyer. I've Tom always Sawyer.
1: known. Uh, subdivisions. I play that as bumper music here okay. in, every now and then. Uh, t- 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 yeah, I would say that's, uh, but,
0: that's, but think about how long they've been around and how many albums they've put out and it's the big number of most popular songs that most people know not the diehards you're is right. like
1: eight or nine songs you're right Jerry. and this uh, this greatest hits that i'm looking at started from 1974
0: that's it fascinated me yes so it was a very interesting it really was it was good just like the journey one was really good oh, and here's what, the other thing i love no matter what documentary it is about what band they're the greatest ever never heard a band do something like that like they had like uh, the guy from Nine Inch Nails on there. They had Billy Corgan on there. Oh, man, when I was growing up, it, it was Rush. Meantime, I'll see the same guys on a documentary for, you know, Asia. And it'd be, man, Asia really
1: had it going in the 80s. Heat of the moment really right. was a big influential <laughs> it's, hit of ours. It's a, Boston, man,
0: yes. was that a great, the greatest. So it was very interesting. Yes. I thought you'd find that. And the Metallica one is how these guys were working with a shrink what's-his-name's going through rehab in James,
1: 2003. James Hetfield was very, going through uh, alcohol rehab, very, right? Very
0: uh, interesting. That one was long. That one was over yeah. two
1: hours. That's a good one, though. It was
0: good. It was slow-moving, but Some it was kind good. of monster. I wanted to hear more songs. I didn't hear enough music in that one, whereas the Rush one, I felt like they gave you good bits and pieces. Of. The Rush
1: one, you were like, it's enough with the music.
0: Uh. Uh, yes, I did actually. T- it's funny you say that. I stopped it with about 15 minutes to go because I had enough. And then I You're was like on I get it. Plane coming back from Chicago and I had like 20 more minutes to go and I was bored. I'm like all right, we'll watch the end of it.
1: Getty Lee who was the lead singer of Russia yeah. and the bass player, a huge baseball fan. Oh, is he really? Huge. I believe Toronto Blue Jays is his team, but well, I didn't very know his, big and I baseball didn't know they were from Canada. Yes, Canadians. And how about
0: and and then we'll move on to stupid stories. How about the uh whether you saw it or not, I don't know. It is amazing though how these three guys started in like a a school basement playing for, like, school kids. And their parents, two of them were very supportive. One other set was like, what are you doing with your life? And here they are today. Really, this is interesting.
1: So you said Rush is only three guys. I said Geddy Lee, the lead singer-bass player. Right. Neil Pert, the drummer, who everyone knows. Right, who looks like uh, one
0: of the parents of the kids I coach.
1: And who the third guy is? No idea.
0: He's the one who co-founded it with Geddy, whatever his last name is. Geddy Lee. He's the blonde-headed guy. I forget his name. It's actually those two founded the band, and then the drummer came a little later. People
1: love that drummer. Yeah. as was like I, a legendary rock drummer. And I didn't
0: know. He Neil lost Pert. his daughter and his oh, wife yeah. all within the span of about nine months and literally just drove. I think he said he drove his motorcycle 55,000 miles around the United States and Mexico. Just really? getting away from stuff. Yeah, it was the stuff they go through you don't know about. Hmm. So pretty
1: cool. How about that? Jerry, I was going to save this story for when Eddie was sitting in here with me, hmm. uh, but uh, but you told me that wasn't going to happen for quite a while, right? Uh, two more weeks. Two more weeks, okay. One
0: more day, that's it.
1: So I'll give you this one. There's a uh, brewing company called BrewDog. Okay. It's a, a Scottish brewing company, but they have a, a plant in Ohio. Okay. They're the first company to offer paternity leave which is you've got to be kidding? You get a week off if you adopt a puppy, so that you and the puppy can get acclimated together. What is happening to us? Paternity leave. Boy, Eddie would never be here if he had paternity leave here. He's no, got like he would, 19 different dogs, and he
0: gets different dogs two, three times a year. Right, he trains them. Yeah, well, he would. He'd would have a lot of time off. He would have a lot He'd of like time. Monzo, off.
1: paternity leave. Of course, Monzo takes it with the kids he has. Correct. He does not have dogs. He has actual children. A lot of them. A lot of them. Yeah. Uh, they are saying this is something that could become a an employee perk in the future for companies.
0: I'll say this because my first gut reaction is no chance. But if you would have told me five years ago that there would be paternity leave for dads and how long it is, I would have right. said no chance. So I'll just say fantastic. Some. Maybe we'll get dogs in the future and right. we'll take a week off.
1: Well, I'm going to hold out for our company to do paternity leave because then I'm going to get a dog.
0: Why well, did you were getting that uh, bird on your shoulder?
1: Uh, what? I decided I didn't want to be the weird bird guy. So that's that's a done
0: deal, I no think that's bird. a
1: done deal. I think dog first. And so you're
0: going to get a Rottweiler?
1: Not a Rottweiler, not a pit bull. Again, another shocking mauling pit bull story in the paper today. Yeah, no, not good. Not good. Uh, Jerry, I want to see if you'd be interested in this. This is coming right here to New York City. It's a Japanese steak chain, chain restaurant in Japan. It's coming here. I believe it's called Ikinari Steak. Ikinari Steak. No, I'm not in. It's very popular in Japan. and It's coming here in New York. Nope. There are no seats. So you stand up and eat? You stand up and eat. Or sit on the floor. Uh, there's, oh, no, it's all standing. They have, like, uh,
0: high um, yeah, that, sort of tables. The fact that it's a steakhouse is a problem because I'm really, after I watched that documentary two weeks ago... Right. ...on what happens at slaughterhouses, I'm not sure I could eat chicken or, or steak right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of going to a place to eat and standing up, I could do that because I like going to bars and standing up and having drinks and eating. So, yeah, I could, I could
1: do that. Well, when you order here at this restaurant, they give it to you rare. Oh. But... They, Gross. they give it to you with a hot stone that you cook it on. If you want it done more than rare, you just put it on the hot stone that they serve. Or if it you with. want it cooked. Yes, or if you want it cooked.
0: That's disgusting.
1: Although I don't like this idea of just a bunch of people standing around a steakhouse all with fire stones, like don't stones get into a that fight.
0: are. Yeah,
1: or bump someone.
0: Or that. Or oh, I think they'll be on the table.
1: You would hope, but I'm sure people are walking it to the yeah, to I the suppose. table. But well, why is big it any hot different? stones? Why is
0: that any different than when you get fajitas?
1: Yeah, that's good too. I that's a good point. Right. I don't even like in these regular steak places here in New York, you know, uh, you'll go to these restaurants, they'll be like, The plate's very hot. Well, why is the plate in the oven? <laughs> You're Put it right. on the plate after the oven. I, I agree. It but that be happens that way. at steak houses uh, here in the, in the United States. Is that because a lot of places are reheating food? I don't know. Because like, it'll The happen, dish is
0: made already. Hey, the tool at the table twenty three ordered this. Give it to them. Put but it it'll in the happen
1: in nice places. Yeah, I don't know. They'll go. Oh, the plate's very hot. That's they why we need uh, robots. Uh, uh, robots would. Uh, could just uh, hand you the red hot plate and you'd you, probably forget.
0: You honestly believe in our lifetime that what we talked about in the warm-up today, about right. robots taking over, yes. is going to happen in the next 30 years.
1: Taking over? No, but doing more and more jobs, well, yes.
0: Well, we've already seen that. Yes. But what we were discussing and what you kind of brought up from the article you read was, you know, essentially we're going to all go poor and broke because there's not going to be a job to be had because the world is going to be run by Robots, and perhaps in a thousand years that might be the case if the Earth is still here and we haven't blown it up. But I think in our lifetime we're probably okay. Like, what robot? We have robots talking sports in the next forty years to where your job is. No, you're right.
1: In our lifetime, we're safe from the attack of the robots. Right. What we have to do? Who knows? What we have to do, Jerry, is warn our children.
0: Uh, I think it's even longer. Down the line. No,
1: out. I don't have children, so I don't. they don't have to worry. I don't have to worry Wheel. about passing my knowledge on about robots taking over. Well,
0: you'll have to pass it on to your dogs when you take your all- paternity leave.
1: I will have paternity leave for that. Yeah. Jerry, you got a drone like I did where uh, Craig bought us for. I've got two of them. Uh, well, don't brag. I mean, I've this got, wasn't a bragging I'm sorry. situation. How many, how many
0: podcasts do you have? Well, I have two
1: podcasts. Right, I have two drones. Okay, Socket. two drones. By the
0: way, you have three podcasts. And I take offense that you don't list your the warm-up as a podcast.
1: Because uh, I put it all in one in the, mm. the
0: it's really a third. All right, then On I have Friday, three On Friday, the pod- warm-up podcast is out. You have three podcasts. That's true. Thank you, Jerry. You three. son of a
1: bitch. Three podcasts. Yeah. No, even combined, I don't think I'm in the top list of anything. Oh, sorry. Uh, so you have a drone, Craig. Bought, uh, two drones you mentioned. Craig bought us each a drone for Christmas. Right. Uh, a Utah couple was charged with drone peeping they were taking their drones to apartment complexes and hovering them in front of bathroom windows really and taking video a man who was getting peeped on when he saw the drone land outside of his apartment complex he ran out and grabbed it
0: <laughs> interesting and he was now he was able to get the video
1: off the drone well he turned it into police and they were able to then seize wow. i guess their computers Can you imagine that's what you go to jail for as a family, it's a family of six doing it. Wow, a husband, wife, and their four children. How old are the kids?
0: Please don't tell me they're. That's six a and good seven question.
1: Well, the uh, the person who owns the drones only thirty nine, and, and he's his, got
0: four children. His
1: girlfriend's thirty four, and oh, they boy. have four kids. So wow. they've got to be young, I so would they imagine. They had them
0: run one right after the other. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I guess.
1: Do you think they had the kids as, like, let's build a drone peeping team? No. Ourselves? I
0: think they just, hey, let's look at this. And they just all got on board. Right. I thought you were going to say they were going up to windows and, you know, filming people or videoing people having sex.
1: Well, I'm sure they tried to do everything. I'm sure they Bathrooms, did. bedrooms, that sort of thing. That you got to be careful with those a drones. the way to go to jail. Yeah.
0: That's just
1: for drone peeping?
0: Drone peeping. You ever think you'd say those two words together?
1: No, I did not. I didn't think that'd be a crime. Or robots taking over the world. Robot. What if robots were running drones and spying on us in bathrooms? Then what would happen? That would be
0: a problem. We'd be Will Smith at the end of the world.
1: That would be an issue if uh, drones were doing that, Jerry, or robot drones. Jerry, yes, this uh, whole weekend was actually... Nice weather. I've heard. So yesterday we ended up uh, painting my girlfriend's bedroom, which I had no interest in doing, quite honestly. And she asked me for help, to which I said, if you do all of the trim, I will do the walls. By the way, fair deal. Fair
0: deal. The worst part of painting is doing that.
1: Exactly. Because the trim is a lot of work. It's a pain in the ass. Yes. Yes. All trim, Jerry. Right. <laughs> Meanwhile, if you just use the roller on the main wall. It's fun. And not only is it fun, you're really doing most of the wall and should get all of the credit. That is true. And it looks like, look what I did. How'd it come out? It came out really nice. Did you go flat paint? Uh, yes, we did go flat paint. That's the easiest. People are like, oh, use the semi-high glove f no. of
0: that. I did it once and I had lines all over the place.
1: First of all, they have 19 <laughs> different finishes. It used to be, I thought eggshell was flat. But no, they've it got shells
0: after flat.
1: Yeah, they've got all. They've got like six different. I know it's finishes, ridiculous. Uh, and then also different thicknesses for like we were painting over a green wall. Mm. Uh, and the and the uh, her house she has an old house so the walls have a lot of imperfections so the guy said flat paint.
0: So did you go white primer or did no. you just do extra coats of the? We color just did reason?
1: extra coat. Like the guy said, if you get the better quality, yeah. Uh, paint it uh, covers more, so we did that. Got it. But it was interesting. Like you know, there are nine million different colors to choose from. You yeah. ever see one of those color
0: wheels? It's bizarre, and it takes a woman forever. Forever to pick a goddamn color.
1: Now, when I've had to pick out colors for myself at home, I will find a couple colors that I like, and then go with the one with the best name. Like for my kitchen, a couple of years ago, it was between a couple, and the one was the the one paint name was. Toasted almond. I thought, well, that sounds lovely.
0: And so you went with toasted almond. I went with
1: almonds. toasted almond, simply by, based on the name toasted almond.
0: You know what I do? First one that gets my eye. I'm yes. taking that one. Right. And it would drive my wife crazy. She's like, that's it?
1: I'm like, that's it. It's fine. It's, it. A, right. it's
0: a color. It's good.
1: Right. So, so I did that this weekend.
0: Well, it's funny you say that because I have to paint my office, and I'm actually going to rip up the rug and put a new rug in. I'm sure somehow I left the whole thing up. You are
1: going to do the put in I, well, a rug? I am. Wall-to-wall I'll, I'll carpeting? You why. You're I'll a carpenter tell you why.
0: now? No, I'll tell you why. I'm not going wall-to-wall nothing. It's just a little office. I'm looking to clean it up. We're on the fence about putting the house up for sale. So I'd like to clean this room up if we so choose to do so in a couple of weeks. What I'm thinking of doing, it's all fixable. So if I totally screw it up, the hell with it. These carpet tiles, which we have right in here. Now, my the rug I have in my office... Pulls up very easily, and the padding still remains. These carpet tiles are self-adhesive, so you take the, the rug up, and you start to place the carpet tiles down. They're easily they're easy to be cut. I can pull the molding off, put them put the carpet tiles down, put the molding back up.
1: Bang! You sound like a man who's watched uh, HGTV and now thinks he can do stuff. I don't think I can do things unless it's
0: easy. This, to me, seems to be easy. Well, you still I would got- not... Tr- Listen, HGTV makes a bathroom gut job look easy. I'm not stupid enough to think I could even attempt it, let alone complete it. I don't think, even though they show you how easy it is to replace the ceiling, and I have helped a friend of mine do it, I still wouldn't try it because if you don't tape it right, and the it, it looks terrible. I wouldn't try those things. I would try something, though, that is easily fixable if, in fact, I F it up. This, to me, is easy easily fixable. There's no downside to it.
1: I would like to come help you. What I'll do Jerry is much, stand and watch. No, no, much like I did with the uh, painting where I took the main middle part of a wall. Mm. I'll do the middle part of the room where I just s- slap in those uh self-adhesive carpet pieces down right. and then right. you do the trim all around the uh room itself. Let me, okay.
0: I think that's fair. You'll never come over and help. I would out. never do that. There's no. not a chance. I can't do that on my week, that You would waste a day on my off weekends. to help me with anything,
1: Jerry. When you go food Selfish shopping, what? When you go food shopping, yes. are you the type of guy do you look at expiration dates?
0: Uh, I never used to until I bought. I want to say I bought six Greek yogurts. Two years ago. Just
1: grabbed them off the shelf.
0: Grabbed them off the shelf, put them in the cart, got home the next morning, opened up my Greek yogurt to put in my oatmeal, and it was all blue with mold. And then I looked, they were all expired. Since then, I look at date chests. Right.
1: Well, the new thing that, uh, the new labeling system that's coming soon to a supermarket near you will have two dates on it. Okay. It will have a best if used by date. Right. Which we're currently used to getting, and then there'll be another date for where it's not not healthy to consume.
0: Really? Yes. Interesting. I always thought the date right now not to use it. Like if you use milk after
1: that date, uh, nineteen out of twenty times it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know how my milk, where I buy milk and my refrigeration situation, my milk always smells on the day it's expiring. Right, well, always. You have to actually turn your refrigerator on and plug it in. Mine's plugged oh, in. Oh, is it? It's it not full. Seem like it. It's not full with stuff, but it's plugged in. <laughs> and I don't know how like it is exactly to that date. Well, it's because you're spending all your time in Spring Lake. That and means so... my my fridge isn't even being open a lot. Right. And so you only
0: get to your milk right. on the date and it's been sitting there. It hasn't been open, it hasn't been used.
1: It's oh, you think if it if the container was in and out and being used properly not sure that it would it, it would fix the thing. Really don't know. And then finally, Jerry. Oh, finally. Uh, Match.com did a survey and they asked the women on Match.com, which percentage of women do you think have received a picture, text photo of a man's penis? That's interesting. Yes. How rampant is this, Jerry? are these
0: married women or are these women on Match.com? Just women in general. Uh,
1: I'm going to guess these were women on Match.com.
0: So we're talking single women that are probably in the game or divorced women that are in the game. Right. I will They're say, in the mix, Jerry. As, I As uh, Tommy right. would say, what you should say in the mix. Got to have it. Got
1: to have it. I'll say fifty percent, forty-nine percent. Wow, that's a lot. As this article a lot says, of a lot of penises being texted. Now, women generally, most women don't really find that pleasurable. They would say that men do it though, because men think like a man would love a boob uh, photo texted oh, to him. Sure. But women don't really think that way. They don't think. Women aren't turned on by the visual look of a man's genitals the way men are turned on by the visual look of the woman's body. And for today's podcast, Dr. Phil continues. Yes. So men think that women think like men when they don't. First
0: of all, men should never think about what women think because women are nuts.
1: That's true. Maybe not all of them. I would say most. Of them. A lot of them. Most of them. <laughs> right. Now, luckily, uh, you've been married a long time. Yes, I have. So your wife's not received those, and you've never had to contemplate, should you send one? Uh, I've never sent one. Right. Me I, neither.
0: I can be very confident that that picture will never turn up from a phone number that I've had.
1: Same here, Jerry. No chance. I will never.
0: Nor have I ever actually photographed it and thought about
1: it. <laughs> never even <laughs> like contemplated you it. photograph it and think. How's the lighting? No. Should I send this? Never. 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 I do believe this is how,
0: remember the whole issue with the Lakers? Yes. I do believe that's how that happened. Someone took a picture, thought it was put up into the cloud, and it went out by mistake. Right. Somewhere else where it wasn't supposed to. I don't think that whole situation, I forget the players involved, I don't believe that whole situation was malicious. Because you can see how it can happen. But no, I've never once taken a photograph, uh, a picture of that.
1: Nor have you ever even thought of it, you said. No, no, never. Like you t- pulled your pants down to go to the bathroom or get changed, hop in the shower, and you think, huh. Nope, nope, what a- nope. wonder what this would just look like photographed. How about you? I have not. Right. I never would, because it's not, you know. I don't know what. I don't want to see that. <laughs> Nor does anyone else, I don't well, think. You better
0: hope there's one person that wants to see it. <laughs> <laughs> otherwise
1: i don't think women are visually stimulated the way what, men are
0: what are women stimulated by
1: i will say this I, i'm going to say that they're that they're stimulated by a uh, guy saying nice things to them
0: yeah, that's fair because that's be right.
1: mainly the complaint i get that i don't say nice things
0: <laughs> so you're a mean bastard
1: <laughs> not mean you just don't say anything. I just don't say nice things. Wow. What's wrong with you? I don't think to say them. Huh. Okay.
0: Well, that's unfortunate I'm not, for your poor girlfriend.
1: And when I tell her, she doesn't like when I say, Well, I don't really talk, she goes, You talk for a living.
0: So that doesn't work. Yeah, that's probably a bad excuse. That I don't I'm very quiet. Speak you're
1: very very... a lot of big um. Broadcasters like ourselves, Jerry, are quiet in their home lives
0: because we're we're because we're we're because
1: we're busy all day with the talking. Right. I want to go home quiet. Right.
0: So I get it. I understand. All right. Well, that's enough for the two dull guys here that don't want to talk after eleven forty. I'm
1: going to say nice things though from here on out, Jerry. How long will that last? I did one day. She said, "Say something nice," and this actually came to my mind immediately, and I said it. Your lips are like taffy. And it didn't go over well.
0: So the warm-up's coming up now. I got to go. I got to get out of here. Goodbye. So it's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. All right, a lot to get to on a Tuesday morning. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. Nice long weekend for you. Where were you? Um, the Bahamas? Where'd you go?
1: No, I was home and I celebrated our pres- all of our presidents.
0: I you. thought about
1: each individual one on you President's You didn't think Day.
0: of one of them. That's not true. That probably I did true. think
1: who would be my favorite president. I had to go Bill Clinton in my era. In your era? I liked
0: him. You should have this conversation with Evan, who can name every single one, as he has done on this show for us.
1: Worst one I thought probably was Jimmy Carter, but I was a little kid at that point. How what old were did did really? you? <laughs> I was small. But I remember people not respecting Jimmy Carter. <laughs> he didn't have a good run. He did not have a good reputation <laughs> right. that I saw as a child. Got it. Fair enough. You want to do some sports or All no? All right, Jerry. Because sure. I can
0: talk to you about Rush if you'd like. I watched a documentary on them over the weekend.
1: Rush the band? Yes. No.
0: Oh. <laughs> no, big time Rush. The I thought band. it was
1: the, uh, the talk show host. No,
0: Rush the band. But we can do that uh, later. We'll do that in the podcast later on because some interesting things that is going to further Craig's point on writing music.
1: All right. That's well, I look tease. forward to that then, Jerry.
0: Uh, do you want to hear this Rebus video audio that uh, TMZ had? What do we have? Together? Well, we have the court date coming up Thursday. Um, and I guess this was TMZ that found the video or got the video and posted this and uh, trying to figure out whose voice it is on the video. So
1: let me now, play what, this Now, you. what is the video exactly? It's not, it's not a person knocking someone out, right? No. Let me play it for you. Oh, I see.
0: What's hey, I'm not both of these. <laughs> bitches, no, both of them. They right. both sleep. On, shut up I'll go. knock your ass on neck. Both you. of y'all shut up. That is not Dural
1: Revis. By the way, if I hear someone say. Shut up before I knock your ass out next. I'm out of there, Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> By the way,
0: you're out of there on
1: shut. <laughs> Gone. You
0: might be out of there just on an angry face. I'm not hanging around. <laughs> you're calling 911 as you're running.
1: Yes. So a lot of people have come out and said that's not Revis. not even close voice. to Revis's voice. But we hear Revis. That's not Revis's voice. You don't know what he sounds like on the field, Jerry. Maybe when that's he gets not, all hyped that's up. That's not Revis's voice. So it's one of his guys, you think? That's
0: probably his buddy, yeah, who, who was with him. Or it was... One of the other guys that that started the whole thing, who knows? So if anybody thinks that's Revis's voice, come on.
1: I'm still on Team Revis on this one. I am too. Matter
0: of fact, the more I hear of it, the more I do not understand the charges on any level. I really don't. You want to say robbery because he took the phone? Fine. I mean, all he was grab a phone and throw it. Anything else, I'm with him. I'm on his side. Those guys should be charged with uh, felonies. Right. He's defended himself, especially if they have proof that he said on two occasions, why are you following me? Go away. He tried walking away. That's it. Once,
1: twice, three times and we knock you out. So if we have this video, where's the rest of it? I don't know. Well, he threw the phone. Oh. So I would think it probably stopped. But no, these guys are already knocked out, and we still have videos, so we do have I their phones. I,
0: all I know is that is not Darrell Revis's voice, and I'm with you. I am on team Rebus. team Revis on this team one, Rebus, and yes, uh, sir. we'll
1: get more info on Thursday. Yes, I would imagine so, Jerry. More alarmingly, uh, Jose Canseco, he was a Bash brother, played for the A's amongst yeah. the numerous teams, right? Yeah. So he took to Twitter, uh, concerned with something. I have some concern with as well. He's afraid we're going to be attacked by robots. But not physically attacked by robots. If I may, uh, I printed out some of his tweets here, Jerry. Go for it. (laughs) Let me uh, read you some of these. Here was the uh, the first one he launched. He says, uh, the robot threat is being taken too lightly. Probably from guys like you who just kind of laughed at that off. Robots are stealing our jobs, bringing economic ruin to us humans by humans starving us no it, it were, as you can imagine he's all over the place on this twitter he's pretty much saying robots they're not going to attack us physically but they're taking our jobs thus starving us one by one.
0: Well, what did we do in the podcast a couple weeks ago? Is it Amazon that's uh,
1: trying to open up a supermarket that's run by robots? Robot supermarkets? Right. Yeah.
0: So, I mean, jobs are being taken all over the place by robots. He's not wrong about
1: that. He's not wrong. He says all that will be left for us is uh, uber-technical humans that are trained to service robots. So, I know fathers listen to this station with their kids. Have your kids major in robots. Training robots. robotry Yes, robots. Robo- robotics. How far off do you think we are from that? Robots attacking us or just robots running <laughs> All everything?
0: All the nonsense you're talking well, about.
1: Well, they do run a lot of things. Yes, Jose- they do. Jose Canseco's not wrong. But what robots fixing a car? Oh, they fix Well, they put cars together, those robots. They're not fixing them. Robots
0: aren't doing oil changes. I, I honestly don't think we'll ever see the day where robots are our waitress and waiters. I don't.
1: Oh, that'll happen for sure.
0: And why couldn't a robot? Not in our lifetime, it won't. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to walk into a TGI Friday's and have waiters and waitresses be robots all over the place. Just
1: not. They'd be in those nice uniforms, so you wouldn't know they were robots. You want to tell me 300 years from now? Maybe. Okay. Not in our lifetime. The real danger is the AI singularity, but
0: that's probably beyond. uh,
1: Beyond what we're doing here, uh, Eddie. We're talking about robot waiters right now. I don't know what we're doing here. Robot waiters. So I'm going to uh, keep an eye out on uh, Jose Canseco's uh, Twitter account do that. to see if he's got more uh, Do you remember Jose Canseco as a Yankee? Uh, I don't. No, I mean, right. I know he was on the Yankees, but, you but I don't I, remember anything about it. Not very it. memorable. Not very memorable. Did you mentioned
0: the teams he played for. And the first thing that pops up in my mind is he was one of those, you know, hired gun Yankees. It was okay. You know, not great. But he played on a lot of teams. You are he right did, the yeah. Texas Rangers as well.
1: Tampa Rays.
0: That I don't remember. That
1: Well, I was there it's at the guy, time. These
0: guys bounce around. You don't remember any of it.
1: And you remember Rick Ankeel. Keel. He do. was a, a pitcher who ended up getting the yips and that sort of thing, Correct. right? Correct.
0: He couldn't throw. That's he right. He just
1: could not find the plate. That's right. And then they converted him to an outfielder and had a decent... And he had a very good career. Very good career. Yes, he, he did. He was interviewed on a uh, St. Louis sports station, and he said that uh, the 2000 NLDS, where he pitched against the Braves, that... In order to cure his yips, he thought, well, I'll have a couple of vodkas.
0: He relaxed. That's relax. what you do. That's what you do before a big event. Right. A couple of shots of vodka, you're ready to go.
1: Had a couple of vodkas, and uh, the first inning, uh, not great. Second inning, one, two, three inning. And then I guess the third inning, he walked five dudes in there. <laughs> so I guess it didn't go so well <laughs> Did for <not> him. didn't <laughs> work out great, but he at least was trying something different. <laughs> Matter of fact, Red Sox catcher has the yips right now. I
0: think Blake Swihart's his name. He can't throw the ball. Remember, um, what was the kid's name from the Mets? Mackie Sasser. Remember, he couldn't throw the ball back to uh, the pitcher. He used to have to lob it real high. The kid on the Red Sox is fighting that right now, according to all all reports in uh, the Boston Papers. He can't get the ball back
1: to the pitcher's mound.
0: Mackie Sasser double-clutched. He did, but he also lobbed the ball back because he couldn't throw the ball back to the pitcher.
1: Well, I would say vodka, but that doesn't work. Vodka apparently doesn't work. Said just, that does
0: not work. And just the uh, the greenies and the coffee works apparently.
1: And then Jerry, there seems to be an attack on uh, relief pitchers, both uh, current and former. Uh, one, uh, Randy Levine of the Yankees versus Dylan Betances, <laughs> right?
0: Which we missed over the weekend. We yes. missed that
1: over the weekend, right? Now, uh, Dylan Betances seems very offended, and I'm not sure exactly why. His agent went in looking for closer money, which he should. But he's not a closer. He's like a mid relief guy, reach right, Jerry? For the
0: stars reach. He did reach a lot of closing stars. last year, but now you got what's his name back? Chapman, so he goes back to the eighth inning uh, relief spot. Here's this is the problem with arbitration though. When teams don't settle, it gets nasty and it gets ugly because each side has to tell their story and knock the other side down a peg. You know, why do I deserve $10 million? Let me tell you how great my client is. Well, let me tell you why he's really not worth $10 million. It's really not in either's best interest because you don't want to give them top dollar and the other team doesn't want to settle for lower and you find common ground somewhere in the middle. It's, a, it's really a bad process.
1: And um, one of the things that Randy Levine said that I did enjoy, which um, I don't know if he's, I think he said this in a press conference afterwards, which he called and people are wondering why he even called a press conference for this sort of thing. But he said, Dylan Batansis was looking for closer money. He's not a closer. And Randy Levine said, like me, I'm not an astronaut. <laughs> that's a bit much. <laughs> I mean,
0: he did close last year. That's so if honest. he
1: went into the Steinbrenners asking for astronaut money, he's not <laughs> going to get it.
0: <laughs> well, that's a great comparison. <laughs> Speaking of, did you like the Goose Gossage stuff? Because, by the way, I did. Yes. I know he's nuts, and I know some of his rants are way out there. Some of this stuff's pretty good though.
1: You know it's spring training when Cespedes and what he's driving is on the back page of Has the newspaper yes. and Goose Gossage is going after a current or recent player. Yeah. Which he just did to Mariano Rivera.
0: Yes, very much so. Saying, and the whole point was Mariano Rivera is a one-inning pitcher or was a one-inning pitcher and I think his biggest bone of contention is that a guy gets a save with a 3-run lead, nobody out, nobody on, what exactly is he saving? Whereas in my day, we would come in in a tight spot in the seventh inning, have to get out of that spot, and then finish the game to get a save. And his, I think his quote was, let's compare apples to apples, not what they're doing compared to what we did. I think he's right about that. Yeah,
1: he doesn't want to comparisons to uh, today's closers. And you were telling me before we went on what Goose Gossage made his first year. Yeah, his
0: rookie year was 1972. He made $12,000. Games changed a little bit, huh? That's why
1: he's furious, Jerry.
0: Well, he's bitter, and I think a lot of players from that era are bitter now when does, you see guys making thirty million dollars a year now.
1: Now, does he have cash now? You think, Goose Gosage? I don't know. Do you think he saved his twelve? Clearly, he could write girl. a book. He's got plenty to say. That's he goes, true. He goes to the Yankee Fan Fest for cash out. Oh, nice. We'll take
0: that's quick, what I would do. Quick timeout, Craig Carton, and I think Chris Sims yes, coming up Chris at Sims. the top of the hour on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm up show with Alan Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio. Sort of. All right, Craig and Chris Sims coming up in about two and a half minutes or so. Uh, Just quickly, the one thing we didn't mention from baseball was the new signing the Yankees had. Jonathan Neese will compete for a bullpen spot with the Yankees. Why not?
1: Right? If you're the Yankees, why the hell not? Plus, I can recycle all my John Neese songs. I suppose. I really like know. John Niece. I really, really, really like John Niece. I really do now. <laughs> Niece is the word. Is the word. Is the word, is the word that you heard. He's got curves. He's got change-ups. See, they're not team-specific, we we've got John Niece, We've got John We've got John Yeah, we got John Niece. You're an attention whore. And then the very sad news, Jerry, over there. This happened Friday, so... Late, a little late here, but... Uh, but
0: we had it Friday morning, actually. We yeah, did. About 11 o'clock, yeah.
1: You had this in an, a sports FAN update? I would not update.
0: put it in an update, but the news broke at 11 a.m. on Friday morning, yes. The
1: George the Animal Steel of WWE now, fame passed away? Let
0: me explain this to you, because you're usually long gone, yeah. right around 11. You didn't between put this 11 in 11 and... No, I didn't put it in updates? an Update? No. Between 11 and 12, when I'm here, the amount of wrestling talk that goes on in the newsroom between Brian Monzo and Evan Roberts right. makes your head hurt. And so Evan, there he goes. <laughs> his head hurting. Now that you could say is a tool. <laughs> yes, Evan was not in on Friday because I guess he was working the afternoon. I think with Kim.
1: I thought he was mourning uh, George Animal Steel's death. No, it was he
0: was not mourning the death, but there was definitely. Um, I would say we missed that conversation that they could have. Got together and all the way back. It was the 80s, right? George the yeah, Animal the Steel, right? Not the 90s, more the 80s. 80s, for sure. He was Hulk Hogan, Jimmy Superfly, Snooker, right? Uh, right? Uh, what was the big Macho guy? Man Savage. Andre the Giant. Andre the Giant. Now, how many of those guys, we don't have much time, how many of those guys are still alive, would you say? What? Hulk Hogan's still alive.
1: Yeah, a lot, uh, handful, but a lot are of them? wrestlers do die young. And George Animal Steel was 79, was a teacher and a a, a football coach in Michigan, Jerry.
0: See, I didn't know that. But Jimmy Superfly, he just He's died. Dead. But recently, wasn't recently, it? Recently, yeah. Because he was about to go to jail on murder charges. Well. But well. He was going to go to he prison, was possibly, he Possibly.
1: Well, he was going to stay in trial, Jerry. We don't know. What All happened. right, the guys are coming up now. The Superfly.